Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. We've got Dr. Elisa Bullman on the line, and I'm hoping we're going to talk to Dr. Rayana Cedet. So, um, Dr. Bullman, welcome. Great to have you back on the show. Thank you so much. Thanks for having me again. So we're going to rewind and we're going to go all the way back um, to the EMDR um, and we're going to look at the fact that in one hour you were able to reach out um, and on a Zoom call, in a Zoom meeting, you were able to show people how to become calmer. Um, and this sounds incredible. And you use uh, the, the specific EMDR. I think that's what you did. So, so um, Dr. Bullman, perhaps you can just tell us how, how did it go? How, what was the response like? And what was it like teaching something like this using technology, using Zoom? Um, yeah, thank you. So... This procedure is called the self-care procedure for coronavirus. Um, it was developed by an Israeli EMDR psychiatrist, and EMDR stands for Eye Movement Desensitization and Reprocessing. Um, and and this isn't the full EMDR experience. This is what we what he calls a stabilization technique. So it it helps with um, allowing people to manage manage their emotions and their experiences related to um, related to temporary disasters or or actually related to anything really and just helping people feel more calm more relaxed more able to to manage so there there was a nice turnout um, on zoom um, I think people were a bit shy I think they were expecting more of a of a um, kind of like a lecture almost rather than yeah. an interactive workshop. Mm-hmm. Um, but there were about three of, of the, of the participants, about three people kind of actively particip- participated and shared their experiences in terms of what they're, what they're experiencing now. So some were worried about, um, other people not following the, the COVID protocols, not being careful, not social distancing, not wearing masks. Um, some people were more concerned about, you know, the social isolate, the social isolation and, and how lonely that can be. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and also the sense of, I'm afraid I might get the virus. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm alone or isolated. And, and then by focusing on that and the negative thought that they had about themselves, whether it was, I can't handle this, I'm not in control, I'm helpless. Um, and then we looked at what emotions does that evoke? So it can be anxiety, fear, um, for the person who, who was upset about other people, a, a bit of anger. And then I asked them to identify on a scale from zero to 10, how disturbing it feels right now. Mm-hmm. And the numbers were about a six or a seven. Yeah. And then I taught them the butterfly technique, which is a tapping technique that stimulates both sides of the brain. And I had them do this tapping technique. And while they were doing that, I said positive statements that such as, um, 
you can learn to be in reasonable control of what you can be in control of. You can learn to deal with this. You can learn to have options within the framework you are now living while they were tapping. Um, and then after, after a bit of time, I said, okay, stop tapping. And I had them reassess how, how disturbed they felt then. So, and for most of them, it went down to about a six or a five. And then I had them continue tapping and I said more statements. Um, for instance, the alternating tapping will help reduce your distress. When you are calm as you are becoming, it strengthens your immune system to prevent illness and helps you recover. And other statements that are pretty broad and most people can relate to. And then again, I said, okay, stop tapping, take a breath, let it go. And we reassessed how disturbing it felt. Um, and we did that a number of times. And the levels of disturbance went to, by the end, either a one or a two. Um, and in this case, a, a zero, one, two, or three is, is considered acceptable because it is something that's ongoing. Yeah. Um, so, so it's completely normal and appropriate to feel stressed, but the goal is for it not to be overwhelming. So you're managing it. You're managing the stress. Uh, Dr. Bullman, we're going to take a break. And after the break, I want to go back to this. So this is a technique that you can use. On yourself, you're measuring the people's level of the anxiety and you're saying that it's coming down using this butterfly technique, this tapping technique, identifying the emotion, seeing what the range of the emotion, using some kind of wording. And you're saying that it's almost, I don't want to put this in mind, but this is my word, almost like a reprogramming, a repatterning, a re-whatevering. We're going to pick it up after the break, and maybe you can just explain to our listeners exactly how it works, that something is actually shifting in the brain, how this um, therapy, which which incidentally is, um, you know, it's endorsed by the World Health Organization, it is a trauma-based therapy, so maybe we can just briefly explain that. Let's take a quick break, and after the break, we'll get to that. IFM, 101.9 megahertz of life. Elisa Pullman is a clinical psychologist, um, and she has put together a wonderful video for the, the DLP. was helping people calm themselves. Uh, she collaborated with Dr. Diana Seat, who unfortunately we can't get hold of. But the whole idea of using one aspect of the EMDR um, for the stabilization technique developed by an Israeli EMDR doctor, and it's all about self-care. It's a self-care procedure. It's called for coronavirus. So, Elisa, just before the break, you were talking about this, which really sounds fascinating. You've got everyone doing this tapping, this, this um, butterfly technique, are you reprogramming, are you repatterning the brain? What are you doing uh, with EMDR that you're having such a kind of immediate response? And I'm actually hearing an echo. I'm not sure if you're hearing that. There's a bit of an echo. It will disappear. So just ignore it and move ahead. <laughs> okay. Okay. So in general, the way EMDR works is it, it does two things. So it's called eye movement desensitization and reprocessing. So it takes the experience and it desensitizes it, which means that instead of feeling charged, emotionally charged, um, and, and sometimes feeling like 
completely overwhelming and feeling like it's happening now, it decreases that charge. So if, if you're working with, um, let's say, a traumatic memory, instead of feeling so charged, you can think of that experience. And at the end of the treatment, it feels like you're looking at a photo. So it's something that happened. Yeah. Intellectually, it's disturbing, but emotionally, it's it's not charged or significantly yeah. reduced. What it also does is it reprograms your brain and reprocesses your brain and builds new neural networks. So instead of, so let's say someone, um, let's say there was a, a soldier who had a traumatic experience while fighting and any time they hear fireworks, they, they freeze up and they get a, a fight, flight, fright, flight response. Um, so at the end, it, it reprocesses the brain. So when you, when they hear that noise, they may no longer feel that same response. Um, and so a lot of times people are kind of walking around with, it can be from big traumas or a series of little traumas. Um, let's, let's take, you know, let's take cancer warriors, for instance. So, so often there's this, you know, even when someone has, has recovered, there's this constant fear of, you know, what if I get sick again? What if it happens again? You know, mm-hmm. if I'm feeling, if I'm feeling a pain, what does that mean? And there's this automatic anxiety. Um, so the EMDR can take that and reprocess that. Um, and, and even, even with COVID, you know, if someone, if someone starts to feel a headache or a stomach ache or sneezes, they might think, oh no, I have COVID. And, and it just, it can spiral. Um, and what the EMDR does is it reprocesses that. So it helps you change the negative thought that you're having, which may, may change from, um, something like, I'm not in control to, I can learn to be in reasonable control of what I can be in control of. Mm-hmm. Um, I can't deal with this to, I can learn to deal with this. Wow. So it's this, it's, it's really a non-invasive way of shifting things. So you really get to experience the shift. Um, and, and before we do, because we're going to have to wrap up so very quickly, Elisa, is it that, is it that instantaneous? Is it that kind of with EMDR? Can you in one or two sessions shift something like that? So if it's a single traumatic event, you can shift it in a couple of sessions. And if it's something like COVID, you can shift the intensity very quickly. Um, but, but if it's something that's more ongoing, like COVID, for instance, you may need to use the, te- the stabilization technique multiple times. Um, if it's something like, like cancer, it's not just a single event. There's a whole process that was traumatic. Lots of parts of it are individually traumatic. So, so it's not a long-term therapy like other forms of talk therapy, um, but it's not instantaneous. Okay, fantastic. So, Lisa, for people who are listening um, and they think EMDR is certainly the way to go, how do people get hold of you? 
So my, my practice is in Norwood. Um, I can be reached on email at Aliza, A-L-I-Z-A, 725 at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Um, and I can also be reached by phone or WhatsApp at 076-368-7958. Seven nine five eight. Lisa, thank you so much. Great having you on the show. I think it sounds fascinating. Really, I, I, I loved having you on the show. Take care and look after yourself. Okay, thank you too. Thank you, Lisa. Bye bye. So that's Dr. Lisa Bullman. Um, so an EMDR practitioner, clinical psychologist in Norwood. You can reach her, Lisa A L I Z A seven two five at gmail.com. Wow, lots of fascinating information. Remember, if you missed any of the show, go to the Chai FM website, look for the podcast, and you can play it at your own leisure. From me, Nikki Severini, until next week, take care. Goodbye.